0: Hello friends, this is the Daily Edify with Jeff Lane, a place to get spiritually grounded and into alignment with the flow of love each weekday morning. In each episode, we'll focus on a spiritual practice, a poem, a book, a sacred text, something that can empower us to be more fully alive to the gift that is the day before us. Thank you for listening. Today's episode is about two German words, schadenfreude and früdenfreude, the first of which has really entered the cultural lexicon and has been there for some time. Schadenfreude, uh, loosely defined, means something like a sort of cruel pleasure we take in someone else's misfortune. This could be uh, a friend, a family member. Uh, More often, though, it's someone we don't like very much or an enemy who when they fall, when they have a mistake, when they have a downfall, uh, we take this sort of cruel pleasure in it. Um, the other German word, Frudenfreude, is in some respects the opposite of that. It's uh, the feeling we get when we're um, excited and joyful about the success of others. Again, whether they're friend, family, co-worker, neighbor, someone we don't like very much. I'm bringing this episode to you today because I read an article, I think it was in the New York Times, I'll drop the link to this article in the show notes, um, but it came out a few months ago and it really resonated with me uh, because, uh, gosh, in our time right now where it seems like we're drawing so much energy from uh, negativity and from putting others down as if it's a you know zero-sum game, uh, if, if people with whom I disagree or who are on the other side of the political aisle or live in the other zip code or vote for the other person uh, or view life differently or share different faith, uh, different view of the world, if, if those folks are doing poorly, if they're on the down and out, uh, then I must be doing better and vice versa uh, rather than a sort of worldview of, of capaciousness and, and abundance where a rising tide uh, lifts all boats. Um, and so this this really resonated with me because we all do have this tendency, I think, to to take a kind of cruel pleasure in 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 someone else's misfortune, rather than to feel that uh, as our own, uh, and in the same way to feel their success and their joy. As our own, there's a concept in the Christian tradition that the Apostle Paul uh, first articulated this notion of the the body of Christ. Uh, he's actually drawing on a, a well-known Greek metaphor at the time, um, but he first articulates this in First Corinthians 12 where he talks about the body of Christ, which is just his way of referring to sort of the body of people who make up the, the, the ecclesia, the church, um, the, the, the body of Christ in a time and place. And he talks about how, you know, not all of us are a hand, not all of us are an eye, not all of us are a foot or a mouth. Uh, You know, we're all different parts, but we're one body. There's this sort of unity. And as a result, when one person suffers, we all suffer. Or when one person rejoices, we all rejoice. Um, We are not these sort of isolated individuals. What did the poet John Donne say? Um, No man is an island unto himself. Uh, this idea that even if we think we are pulling ourselves up by our moral bootstraps and sort of isolated, hermetically sealed off from the rest of the world, uh, the truth is we're not. Uh, we are profoundly interdependent and relational beings and without the connection of of community, of other people, of creation, of uh, God or the source of love that uh, gives us our very breath. Without all that... Um, we just we just don't exist frankly um, being before communion uh, we uh, we we are relationship all the way down uh, and so I'm getting a little bit off track here but back to fruit and Freud. Um, this this concept is is really has really been liberating um, for me as I've thought about uh, trying to approach relationships trying to approach the world right now as we are uh, Enter the month of May in 2023. How do we think about practicing Frudenfreude when we're tempted instead to practice Schadenfreude? So, 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 rather than when we see someone else's good news or bad news, uh, and of course, social media really feeds this beast, right? It's often a curated version of our lives or the lives of our friends. Um, but when we see good news or bad news, to to take an opportunity to pause, to breathe, and to practice frutenfreude rather than schadenfreude. And, and I'm sorry to keep using these German words. I wish we had good English equivalents, but uh, the reason we borrow these words from our German friends is we, we don't quite have uh, good, good words uh, that mirror these words in German. Um, so, a couple things this article suggested that I found to be helpful uh, when we think about practicing fruit and freude or, or think about how how to cultivate it you know in our own lives um, so, so think about particular situations you might face uh, maybe you uh, you see a fellow coworker you know getting a promotion or you see a a sibling sometimes it's the people we're closest to that we are. Ha- can have Freude toward and whom it would be so vital if we could embrace instead Freude toward them. So in, in many ways, Freude is associated with positive empathy, uh, that that we're able to see someone else's success, see someone else's good news. And say in our hearts, and hopefully aloud, to that person, you know, I'm so happy for you. That is such good news. I, I'm just thrilled. I'm thrilled for you. Uh, this this intentional practice. Th- th- there's even apparently a doctor cited in this article who's developed a program called Fruit and Freude Enhancement Training, or FET for short. Um, you know, featuring various exercises. But but the basic idea is is this. You know, when you hear someone's good news. Trying to practice gratitude for it, trying not to view their good news as somehow a deprivation toward you or meaning somehow there's less for you to have because they seem to have more in this moment, Uh, but perhaps showing active interest in someone else's happiness. So looking them in the eye, asking questions, truly listening, Um, and then viewing individual success uh, as a communal effort right? So when we experience success, when someone else experiences success, I'm not saying you should jump right in and say, oh, aren't you glad for all the other people in your life who made this possible? Um, But to recognize that no one one achieves something merely on their own. Of course, many people are trying to work hard. Many people are trying to overcome obstacles. And some of us do, and some of us don't. There are many times systemic reasons why we might not. Uh, But the point is to see that we are interdependent. And so celebrating someone else's success as, as something that you share in, and, and vice versa, when you experience uh, success or some good news, uh, to sh- share credit for your success with other people and thank them personally for all they've done to, whether it's they've encouraged you, they made a connection for you, uh, they supported you, they read a draft of your article or your book or, or whatever it was. And then finally, what this article suggests as we consider how to practice frutenfreude instead of um this article suggests to be a, be a joy spectator, to be a, an observer, um, paying attention to those places where we can celebrate. And, and this is not an invitation to, you know, put our heads in the sand or pretend that things are hunky-dory when clearly they're not. Uh, there's so much in the world that is beautiful and, and so much that is broken, uh, just the same in our own lives. But ways of, uh, ways of tuning our hearts to, to beauty, to joy, uh, and trying to lift that up uh, in, in other people. So friends, that's been a practice that I've tried to implement in recent months, uh, Frudenfreude over schadenfreude. Uh, and I hope it's helpful to you as it's been helpful to me. Uh, it's a way of viewing the world differently than we might be encouraged to view it day in and day out with a barrage of, of of news and so on and so forth. Deep peace to you, friends. If today's podcast has blessed you, provided a tinge of clarity or some nourishment for your spiritual journey, please share it with a friend so that we can create a more inclusive community. Or do you have any feedback for me, any show ideas, something that was particularly helpful or something that could have been better, please send me an email at thedailyedify at gmail.com. That's in the show notes as well. I'd love to hear from you. Also, please consider rating and reviewing The Daily Edify wherever you get your podcasts. Friends, you are loved and never alone.